0: Alright. So how are we doing out there guys? It's good. Good to see your smiling faces. Um, smiling at me. It's good. We um, what a great time of worship we had. Um actually was really amazing today. the lead guitar work and man, I love that, it's glorious Mitch. And shout out to Liz who's wearing a turtleneck as well. I love turtlenecks. I just thought I'd make I thought I'd make that special mention. Uh, yeah, so like Glenn said, uh, my name's Sam. I like Samuel, if you want to call me Samuel. Um, I am a pretty awesome young guy. Um, I I do, I, I'm a, currently a student at Laidlaw College doing a three-year degree in theology. Um, I also work here and I do a day a week at a cafe. So um, I'm just having a ball in life and, and loving it. And I've just got some awesome people around me who are, encouraging me and supporting me. So yeah, thanks for all those guys out there. But um yeah, so today I want to preach from Joshua chapter 6, and it's the story of the walls of Jericho and the Israelites' victory over those walls. So I'm just going to pray quickly. God, I just uh, thank you for the message you've given me, just for the conviction in my heart. I just, um, just thank you for what you've got to say to these people out here. God, I just pray that you would have your will in this service. Amen. All right, so just a wee bit of background on what's going on in the Scripture. Um, Like I said, Joshua 6, and it's the story of Israelites taking the land of Canaan, taking the walls of Jericho. And the Israelites have just come out of the, uh, the wilderness for 40 years, and they had a lot of difficulty in there and all that kind of stuff. But they're camping on the edge of the land, um, and this, this land that they're going into has been promised to them generations earlier. Like, these these guys are excited. They're, they're in, there's so much anticipation in their spirits. They're like, yeah, yeah we've got this new land coming. And anyway, so they like, I can just picture these guys, like, peering over the wall. And, um, like, they're picturing this land of milk and honey. Um, Glenn said that I should say milk and honeys. Like, girls. <laughs> I'm just going to throw them in the deep end there. <laughs> so, bro, um, yeah, so <laughs> anyway, carrying on, um but you can imagine these guys like peering over these like rocks, and then they're seeing this land and there's like camps all over it, and it's not really milk and honey like they thought it would be, and um you can imagine that little bit of disappointment in there, but to get to get through this land, to get to the promised land which god which God promised them, that's why it's called the promised land. They, uh, they first have to destroy some walls. Destroy the walls of Jericho is the first one they have to get through. And so Jericho is um, a really old city. It's really well built, really well fortified. Um, there's two, like archaeology can back this up. There's two walls. There's the outer wall. Um, and that was 20 feet high and 6 feet thick. So how, I'm about 6 foot, so st- Six twelve eighteen that 's about three and a bit of me high that 's pretty big, and that 's just the outer wall and then there's the inner wall, and that is thirty to thirty three feet high and twelve feet deep, twelve feet thick so that's those are big walls, man, those are big walls so if you're taking notes today um, i 'm going to throw some peas at you, so the first p is Israel had a problem, Israel had a problem they had a city to conquer. Uh, And they had some incredibly, extremely large walls in their way, like huge. Um, And so to get into the promised land, like they'd been promised, they had to crush some of these walls. And so today I've titled my sermon, Tear Down the Walls. um, And and my my heart cry for you today. And my point today is I think there's some walls in our lives that God wants to tear down as well. So some things maybe we've put up, maybe some barriers we've put up that God wants to bring down. Uh, maybe, maybe we have problems or something and we haven't sorted it and maybe we've left it in the past or something. And it's like those walls that we've put there, God wants to bring down. Um, and it's actually not the fact that the wall's there. That's not the problem. That's not, it's not everything. It's about how we overcome that. Um, because we have someone who's on our side that is just incredible. Uh, and so I want to tell a quick story. It's the story of um, an incredible woman, my greatest hero. She's my mum, uh, and it's the story of my mum facing a huge wall at the moment. Um, about 15 years ago, my mum was running on these rocks with her friend, and mum slipped over. And they're like, "What's going on?" Like, her friend was like, "You know, you just fell over. Like, that's not cool." What's? And this is probably like the second, third, fourth time this kind of thing had happened and so they went and got her checked up and they found that she had this thing uh, it's called spinocerebellar ataxia it's a mouthful um, and it's the cerebellar in the back of her brain is basically shrinking not getting the nutrients it needs and so she loses the ability to walk and to talk and that kind of thing and so it slowly uh, it de- de- degenerates Did I say that right? yeah, cool um, and so she loses like a little bit more of a good health every day um and so I think' I'm going I'm to say that that's a wall for my mum's life. That's a pretty large wall. Um, a few years ago, her brother sorry last year her brother died from this thing, this disease, and so uh, they're saying that in the next few years, if if nothing happens, if something from God doesn't happen, um, she may be be facing this thing this so yeah I, I just want to share that because this is a huge wall in her life that I think God can bring down, that I think God can bring down. And that's my next point today, is that God, sorry, Israel had a promise. I just got given a timer. Oh, (laughs) Brutal. No. (laughs) No, so Israel had a promise. So I'm going to read uh, from Joshua chapter 6, and you can follow along if you'd like. And it said, Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I've delivered Jericho into your hands along with its king and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men and do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them, Sound a long blast on the trumpets. Have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up, everyone straight in. So that uh, the P I have today, Israel had a promise. And, And notice it said, the Lord said to Joshua, See, I've delivered Jericho into your hands along with its king and fighting men. So the word of God came to Joshua, came to Israel, and the people had to trust that word. They had to trust the word of God, they had to trust that what He was saying was true. So, what what word have you been giving that you are believing to come true today? What promise are you uh, holding on to that God just wants to back up today? Um, and, and yeah, like I said, this this, type, this sermon is called tear down the walls because God wants to bring down some walls today. Maybe you aren't able to cross into the next season of your life because there's a wall in the way, just like the Israelites. Because they'd been promised the victory, they just had to take a hold of it, just like we've been promised the victory. We already have the victory. We just need to grab a hold of it. And uh, and like the story of my mum, uh, she's chosen to remain faithful to God and to believe in Jesus and just to trust Him. And that I think is, she's overcome her wall. I think that's the huge wall in her life that she's overcome, because she know that she has the greatest partner that she could ever have and that's my next P today, the greatest partner, has a process. It's two P's and one. So who knows that no will is insurmountable when we have God on our side. When we have the ultimate partner. It's so exciting, guys. It's so exciting that we have someone who's so big and powerful and he's so good. Like he loves us and he's in our lives and he works with us and he's got such a plan for us. And I I I've written this down and I see people in this church fearlessly partnering with God. And I, I so believe that today, that believing for things to come true, um, standing uh, in, the, in, the, in the midst of a, a huge wall of trials and, and yet they're standing against it and they're like, you know what, I'm victorious. Jesus has already won this victory. And that's a, that's a huge win. That's a huge win. So the Bible says, For I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you, plans to give you a hope and a future. I know for my life, I've spent hours, I don't know, a long time, like often in front of these walls, just like standing there, and I'm like looking up, and I can't see the top of the wall, and there's clouds in the way, and I look to the side, and and there's just like, this wall is huge, and I'm just like, oh man, how do I get through this? How do I get through this? And it's like the amount of times that God has come through and He's been faithful is just like, can't even show it on my hands. It's just so many countless times. Like God is just so faithful. And man, I want you guys to get there today. God is just so faithful. And, um, and I think it's when we're in the midst of that, that, that big wall that's in our way, when we have that wall in front of us and we, we're looking side to side and up and down. and We're like, oh, where do we go? Can we dig under? Can we fly over? And it's like, oh, man. And it's that sense of impossibility that creates a dependence on God that sense of looking up at the wall and being like, I can't get through this. And it's, it's that exact uh, sense of impossibility that, that says, you know, I have to depend on God in this situation. I know for my mum, she so could have easily given up. Uh, yet she chooses to press forward and not accept death as the inevitable outcome. Uh, further than that, she leaves the outcome just completely in God's hands. She knows that she has the greatest partner. And what a legacy to leave to her children, eh? What a legacy. To, I can I can take that with me my whole life, that mom just had this greatest trust, this greatest hope in God. And it's like, man, that's so good. So um, I'm going to carry on reading in verse 6. It says, So Joshua, son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, Take up the ark of the covenant of the Lord and have seven priests carrying trumpets in front of it. And he ordered the army, advance, march around the city with an armed guard, going ahead of the Ark of the Lord. When Joshua had spoken to the people, the seven priests came, the seven trumpets before the Lord went forward, blowing their trumpets, and the Ark of the Lord's covenant followed them. But Joshua had commanded the army, do not give a war cry, do not raise your hands, do not say a word until the day I tell you to shout, and then shout. So Joshua got up early the next morning and the priest took up the ark of the Lord. The seven priests carrying the seven trumpets went forward, marching before the ark of the Lord and blowing the trumpets. So on the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to camp. And they did this for six days. And on the seventh day, they got up at daybreak, marched around the city seven times in the same manner, except that on that day, they circled the city seven times. And on the seventh time around, when the priest sounded the trumpet blast, Joshua commanded the army, shout for the Lord has given you this city. Josh commanded, shout for the Lord has given you this city. He'd remembered the promises he'd been given by God a little bit earlier. And and he faithfully obeyed it and he saw the victory. Isn't it cool how when we hold on to promises of God, when we faithfully obey, when we start to steward them, that uh, we see the victory, that we see the victory. Maybe you've been given promises that you're still holding on to. And it's like, again, what God wants to give you, that victory. Maybe you need to claim back some territory uh, in your life that, that the enemy's stolen. Maybe you need to smash through your walls. And, and God wants to give you the victory. And in verse 20, it says, and this is my favorite part of the story, such a good part. When the trumpet sounded, the army shouted. And at the sound of the trumpet, when the men gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. So everyone charged straight in and they took the city. And it's like, boom, there it is. There's the crux of the story. It's like there is Israel prevailing. That's my next P, Israel prevailed. They, they, uh, they had a problem and they had a promise and they had a partner who wanted to um, partner with them. I us <laughs> use partner twice. Uh yeah and so Israel prevailed and it's like man that's such a story of hope for us all but it's not just like this is history this isn't just a story by the way this is something that actually happened and it's something that we can grab a hold of and hold on to so I want to tell this quick story of this guy uh, whose name is Thomas Edison you all probably know Thomas Edison Um, he created the light bulb we've got a lot of light bulbs in this room we're blessed by Thomas um and at a young age, I love this story, Tom, at a young age, uh, his teacher said to him that he was too stupid to learn anything. He was fired from his first two jobs for being non-productive. Like these these guys just, Edison just didn't have it either. Like, man, you just don't have it. You just don't have it. And and he finally decided he wanted to be an inventor, which, you know, either can go really well for you, or it can really not go well. But he went for it and, a thousand unsuccessful attempts of creating the light bulb and uh, finally he did it finally he did it I know I would have failed like I would have just given up after the first couple I would have been like oh no I've had enough I'm out I'll do something else but he he did it he was successful he created the light bulb and so this reporter comes up to him and he says how does it feel to have failed a thousand times man that sounds like a slap in the face how did it feel to fail a thousand times and Thomas Edison is so brilliant. He was like, I didn't fail a thousand times. He's like, the light bulb was an invention that took a thousand steps to create. Like he's just in the in the face of adversity, he's just like, nah, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna hold on to that promise. I'm gonna hold on to hope. that I can do it. And so he prevailed. So what walls are there in your life that needs to come down? When God gives a promise, he's so faithful to complete it. I keep saying that he's faithful because he's so faithful. Can you imagine how ridiculous it would have sounded for the Israelites to, um, these guys to be promised that all they need to do is just march around the wall and then give a shout and trumpets and stuff. And then these massive 33 feet wall uh, will just, you know, they'll just come down. You know, how ridiculous would that have sounded to them? But as they stood at the face of the wall, uh, you know they they could have run for it, they could have done anything, but you know what well, they were just like, nah, we're gonna hold on to that promise of God. We're gonna we're gonna like stand in the face of adversity or whatever. We're just gonna we're just gonna we're just gonna do it. We're just gonna do it. And uh, and so like the Israelites and Thomas Edison, um, there's situations for us that I think God really wants us to prevail in, where where God really wants us to uh, succeed in. He wants us to break down some walls, to bring down some walls. And actually, in a few minutes, I'm actually just going to invite us all just to stand up and for us to just kind of just to receive um, some more of God. And I think that as we do that, that God's actually just going to start to maybe just pinpoint areas in our lives where He's like, you know, that wall can come down and that wall can come down. And and that is a hard. It's a hard process, you know. You can be so familiar with these things that you put up, or or that um that can just be put up naturally, you know. But God, and all of His goodness and His glory, is just like, no, no, no. I want you to have more freedom than that. I want to bring you into new levels of freedom. So let's bring down that wall and let's just go into the new season that God has for you. Just like the Israelites, who had to to bring down the wall so that they can get into this promise land. It's like we need to bring down some walls so we can go into that that next season of promise. And so my mum, I love my mum. She's the best mum I've ever had. Well, I, my mum told me I had to say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I run everything by my mum. She's amazing. But the story of my mum is is is, is not just about um, defeat. You know, she could so easily just you know, kind of cuddle up at the bottom of the wall and just be like depressed and sad and just kind of give up on life. But, you know, the story that I love, the thing I love about my mum is that even though she could do that, she chooses not to. That even though, you know, maybe not in this lifetime she may get healing or whatever, but she just has such a trust in God and there's such a depth there that you know, I, I believe my mum has broken through that wall. I'll say that again. I believe mum's broken through a wall. And it's like we also could so easily just sit at the bottom of our walls and so easily just be like, oh, I'm just, it's too hard. I'm just going to give up. And it's like God wants us to push through. He wants us to push through. Do you know, my whole life, this is a true fact, since I was four years old, I've wanted to be a preacher. This is a true fact. I've wanted to be a preacher since I was, I I would wear a tie every day. Uh, I would, you know, to preschool and stuff. I just wear it on top of my jersey. I was that cool kid. And um, and like six months ago, I was just like having such a bit of a rough time actually. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I'll ever be a preacher. I don't think I'll ever stand up there. And um, I'm not going to cry. Uh, This is just like such a, this is is me like pushing through my wall. And if I can do it, and if my mum can do it, and Thomas Edison can do it, then what can we do? What can we do? We can push through our walls. We can break down some walls together. And it sounds scary, but when you have the greatest partner alongside you, it actually doesn't matter how big the wall is. Whether it goes miles that way or miles to the sky, it's like God's there. And we can so overcome. the Bible says He hasn't given us a spirit of fear but a spirit of uh, but of power and of love and of a sound mind and no matter where you are how big your problem is or what's going on for you no matter how big your wall is I want to encourage you that God is with you that God is with you like I know the struggle is real man the struggle is real but He's with you and He loves you and He wants you to break through and so just in a moment, get us all to stand up together. And, and maybe the next part of this uh, journey of breaking down the walls is actually just you surrendering it over to God. He's the name above every name. He has the power to crush down walls so easily. Just a snap of his finger and it's like, boom, wall crushed. Victory. So, if we can get everyone to stand up, if you guys will all stand with me. And as we stand, you know, we stand in the fullness of our um, and of our humanity and of our imperfections. You know, we all are imperfect in some kind of way, but it's like that very, like I said, that very sense of impossibility before that creates this dependence on God. And although we are human, although we're frail, it's like we're so amazing, we're so great, we're so powerful it's like God just wants us to lead us into that victory today so if we can all put our hands on our hearts God I thank you for your presence here I thank you for your goodness and your glory that's in this room right now Thank you for Holy Spirit who just uh, comes and just pinpoints things. He just says, you know, I can take that. I can take that. You know, Jesus who, who who was on the cross and he said, you know, I'll take that. I'll take that. You don't need that anymore. I'll take that for you. And as Jesus hung there with the, the, the nails in his hands, he was like, you know what? I'll take that for you. I'll take that. The sin of everyone that had existed for thousands of years, the, the sins of the people that had, weren't even born yet, God was like, I'm going to take those. You know, you're not supposed to have those walls in your life. So I'm going to take them. I'm going to crush them. And it's like God's got victory for us today. So right now, I just, I thank you for the victory, God, that you've given us. I thank you that as we're standing right now, we're standing in the fullness of that victory. We're standing in the fullness of of the victory you won for us. The victory that the Israelites won thousands of years ago, the victory that Thomas Edison had, the victory that my mum has, that I'm uh, that I have standing up here. God, I pray right now that you would just start to just to pinpoint little things in our lives that you're like, you know, I can bring that, I can take that from you. Father God, that you would do your amazing work, and you would we would just partner with you, we would surrender these walls to you, and we would just start to see victory like we've never seen before. God, we partner with you today. The the greatest partner there is out there. We stand on the promises you've given us and we're just like, yeah, we want to partner with that. We want to take hold of that. So uh, this can be a scary thing, but i feel like if if there's anyone that wants some wants some prayer for some walls that they have in their life then there's this uh there's this front bit up here which we call the altar this is the altar today and it's like we can just come up here and as we come up where you know the walls are actually coming down the, the, victory is, the victory is ours as we start to, to, to walk up the aisles and we come and we, maybe we'll bow a knee or maybe we'll just come and get some prayer but it's like that's the victory right there, we're coming in and we're receiving victory right there so if you, if you want some prayer if you want to see some walls broken in your life then um, then this is your time, this is your moment this is God's moment God's a moment for victory